if you resonate poor feelings, you have to stay poor. And that is the quote of the day. The quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got a brand new speaker on the show today. We've got Stuart Wilde on the show. I love me some Stuart Wilde. I'm surprised we haven't had Stuart on the show before because this man speaks the truth. And today he's talking about our limiting beliefs, our negative beliefs around money. This is a great one to piggyback on yesterday's episode with Dr. Ivan Young because he's talking about feelings, our feelings around money. This is something that I taught in last week's first lesson of Money Mind Academy, like what these limiting beliefs are, where they came from. Do they stand up to a test of logic? And also how the brain, based on old memories around money, how the brain has formed associations about money saying money means this. Money means that. And typically, there's a lot of negativity involved. And so in new experiences around money, and what our brain does with new experiences, it it compares it to past experiences, and it colors our new experience with our past experience. And it does a lot of this unconsciously. So if unconsciously, you have negative associations around money, you are going to run away from money whenever it presents itself in your life. Super fascinating how the brain does this. But what Stuart does here is he shows you how our limiting beliefs around money do not stand up to a test of logic and how we generalize our thoughts around money and our beliefs around money. And if all your thoughts of money are negative, we have to realize that there's two sides of everything because honestly, money is just neutral. Of course, there's going to be a negative side of it. There's going to be a positive side of it, but it's your choice as to which side you want to join when you bring money into your life. Here's Stuart. Let me ask you for one or two of like those standard limitations that we're all a part of, those, those limitations that are so much a part of our culture. Perhaps you, you might like to kind of wander around and, and get a pick up a few for me. Great. Uh, see what there's one my mum always used to say, you've got to save for a rainy day. Absolutely. And if you save for a rainy day, of course it rains, you know, it has to. Because that energy of putting in the, um, the negativity pulls to you the rainy day. You know, the very fact that you believe you're going to be a part of a disaster means the disaster will happen. And if you put a whole bunch of dry food in a hole in the ground, you know, because of that energy of defending yourself, you mount two machine guns on the roof, you put your granny there defending the house, defending the street, then what happens is that that energy pulls to you the disaster because of the negativity that you're putting out. And if you put this dry food in the, in the ground, something will happen and this moose will come along and it'll do itself on, its food, on your food and there goes your stash or there goes your stock. You know, let me ask you for some others. If you have any money, don't tell anybody. Yeah, if you, don't, if you have any money, don't tell anybody because some reason or other that's going to either make them angry or jealous or they're going to come around and try to take it from you. Of course, that's a lot of nonsense. If you're, if you're wealthy, you just feel wealthy. I, don't, I think you don't want to be brash about your wealth and sort of showy or too showy, but you've got to spend it. There's absolutely no point in having money if you don't get rid of it. The whole point of it is to keep it moving and keep it flowing. Money, of course, is like manure. If you pile it all up in one place, it stinks. If you spread it around, it makes things grow. Right? 
Let's have another one. It's easier to get a camel through the eye of a needle than a rich man into heaven. Right, that's a standard one. And of course, the eye of the needle, I believe, was it not the, um, the gate of Jerusalem? And to get a camel through the gate of Jerusalem wasn't a big deal. And if the camel was a bit stubborn, you just have the camel over here and you take a bucket full of the camel's, camel's lunch and you put it on the other side of the gate and you go, hither, hither, camel, and it comes along. Because that's how they talk in biblical times. Hither, hither. And, uh, and the camel just automatically walks through the gate. And of course, a lot of our philosophies were designed to make sure that nobody got wealthy. You know, you can imagine how like... Well, imagine in medieval times when, say, for example, a lot of the churches owned all of the land. I mean, thousands and thousands of acres of land, you know. And the common people were dying of starvation, living ten in a room in squalid, filthy conditions. From time to time, they'd go up to the, you know, the sort of the big monastery or something, and they'd bang on the door, and they'd say, Oi, what about us, you know? What do we get? And, of course, those people who owned or controlled the circle in their day... You know, they weren't about to share it with everybody. They weren't about to say, well, look, we'll peel you off five acres in the North 40. And so they had to sort of say, well, you'll get yours later. You know, you'll get yours in the afterlife. You know, you know this poverty stuff's really cute, and you're loving it right now because later on you're going to get it. And, of course, now we're not so stupid, you know. We're a little bit more sophisticated. We aren't going to buy into that afterlife stuff, not because I don't believe in an afterlife, but I want my power now. I want my experiences now where I can experience them and become a part of them, and that's what you want. You don't want a promise for later. And, of course, the mind and the ego will always accept a promise. You know, you, you can always tell somebody, yeah, I'll do it for you, but later. And the mind goes, oh, that's okay, later, later. And that's, how the, and that's why that philosophy was so powerful and so useful to, to be, the people that ran the situation in those days because they could promise people a later date, you know, a long-term delivery. What about being filthy rich? Yes, like as if rich, and, uh, rich is somehow dirty. And isn't it true how, like... For a lot of people, money, money has, equates with, like, the misuse of it. You know, like, if you're rich, you're bound to be misusing it. And, of course, there's nothing, it's nothing to do with that. You know, you can have money and be loving and generous and kind and, and to help the world, you know. But isn't it interesting that we equate wealth with, like, some kind of misdemeanor or not acting honorably? And, of course, that's not necessarily the case at all. Any others, you? Money corrupts. Yes, and of course, a lot of times it does, because money is power in our physical plane. And power is very, very hard to work with. And the whole point of experiencing power is, in a way, to misuse it. You know, because that's the only way you really get to learn about it. But, but in the corruption is also the healing and the transcendence. And I think that's pretty important, you know. Yeah, give us this day our daily bread like there isn't going to be enough. Okay? Like this little bit's coming up. It's like welfare. Here's your little welfare. Any others? Money can't buy your love. Yes, money can't buy your love, but in fact, yes, it can, okay, definitely. But the fact is, of course, that the way you get love is to express love, you know, and it's nothing to do with money. It's absolutely nothing to do with money. In fact, and money can buy your love, push to shove, but basically speaking, it's only a matter of expressing a loving attitude and love will come to you anyway. Any others? Yes. Uh, can we have a positive one? Money makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round, and of course it doesn't. The world spins automatically of its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save for emergencies, okay? That's, that's the same thing as was said before, where you're waiting for the emergency to come. Beautiful people are rich. I'm sorry, I've got more than one coming at once now. Yes? Only beautiful people are rich? Only beautiful people are rich? That's not so true. I know a lot of ugly millionaires. <laughs> yeah. But you see how all of that stuff became so important, you know? And all of that stuff became a part of our culture and a part of the way that we, that, we, that we treat money. 
And of course, what you have to do now is to begin to resonate a powerful intention for your whole trip about money. Because when a person permeates that negativity or that weakness inside of you, because it is already there in your mind, there has to be an acceptance. You know, you have to accept that. If you're standing next to somebody in a supermarket and they are, pro and they are projecting lack, if you have lack inside your mind, you actually enhance or increase the lack that you have. Okay? The only way you can come out of power is to not have it in your mind or to have this forward projection of energy, this expanding energy that feels, yes, I can, yes, I will, I have it all around me, this is a flowing situation and there's no problem with the amount of money that's going to come to me in my life. When you resonate your feelings, they change moment by moment as to what you feel about yourself. If you feel negative, you begin to create inside of you a feeling that pulls energy to it in a kind of imploding or coming in parabola of energy or curve of energy. And negativity has a way of resonating so it sucks other feelings towards it. So if you're negative, you'll pull to you somebody else that is equally negative. If you're negative, you'll pull to yourself energy patterns that are disastrous or tend to fall about. And at the top of the curve, you know, it's just little niggly things that go wrong. You know, the car won't start, and this happens, and the handle comes off the bathroom door, that kind of stuff. But then bit by bit, as you begin to resonate the negativity after a long period of time, then suddenly the whole energy pattern begins to break up around you, and the whole thing drops on your head and collapses on top of you. You know, whether it's a financial collapse or whether it's a collapse of your physical body or collapse of a relationship or some situation, it's because through the negativity, you pull that to you. And by pulling it to you, you suck from the physical plane and you suck only those parts that are congruent to you. If you imagine yourself walking along in this bubble of energy, okay, all of life is coming at you at the speed of light and it's coming at you upside down, okay, at the speed of light. And you have all of these possibilities coming at you at any one given moment, okay? And you will pull from those feelings that are the same as your feelings, that are congruent with your feelings. So all the goodness in the world is coming at you, and all the evil is coming at you. And then you can pick up whatever you want. And so you kind of filter through your own feelings those experiences that are exactly the same as what you feel. And so as you maintain and establish a negative energy pattern or a pattern of limitation or lack, it begins to pull in on you and it pulls from the physical plane all of those things that are exactly the same. The only way to defend yourself against that, the only way to really develop a power inside of yourself is for you to begin to pull out of you this transcendent, infinite, abundant feeling from within you. When you express positively, it creates an outgoing or exploding curve of energy. It's like this, this outgoing feeling. Not only is it warm, is it fresh, is it loving, but it inspires people because it's pure life force. It's pure confidence. And it's not, like, it's not like sort of confidence that you wear on your sleeve, which is real sort of pushy type of confidence, but it's basically confidence of feeling everything's okay. And as you resonate that energy outwards, the more and more power that you put out into the world, the more you allow that infinity and that abundance to come from your feelings, the less the negativity of the other people pulls you down. Because you cannot walk in a crowd of people, say in a supermarket or in a shopping mall, without having all of those people affect you. And you've all experienced it, where you've got out of a car and you've walked into a mall and you've only walked like maybe 100 yards or 200 yards and you bought like a can of something and you walk back to your car and you're absolutely exhausted. You know, have you had that experience? Right. And it's because what happens is as you walk through that mall, your feelings are resonating around you and everybody else is literally taking a bit of that energy from you. 
Every time they have eye contact with you, every time they touch you, every time they pass you, a part of you leaves with them. Unless you're resonating this everlasting supply from within yourself and resonating it powerfully and, and strongly, then what happens is you get it into the habit of holding your energy, holding that power to yourself. And it's the same way, again, with money. If you feel confident about it, it begins to be there. It's like natural. But you can't come from like way down here in a state of, let's say, limitation and poverty to something up here where you're walking, walking with or a part of absolute abundance. You know, if you resonate poor feelings, you have to stay poor because universal law has got to reflect that. And so the name of the game as you begin to master money is one, allow yourself the patience to go beyond the old stuff, the old garbage, and two, begin to resonate in your feelings the abundance that you're a part of. All right, friends, that was Stuart Wild. His website is stuartwild.com. He's got all kind of books on amazon.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, and I highly recommend it, go to YouTube or the YouTube, as I like to call it, and look up Stuart Wild Mastery of Money. And if you're interested in learning more about Money Mind Academy, I reopen it in mid March. And so you can head on over to moneymindinfo.com to sign up for that and learn more that is it for me you have a wonderful weekend please join me on instagram at sean croxton join me on facebook at sean croxton and please leave a rating and or review for the show on the itunes i really appreciate it i'm out see you next time peace